um, I just want you to know about worry and how it is in everybody's life at one point or the other. And worry is to give way to anxiety or unease and to allow one's mind to dwell on difficulty or troubles. That's what worry is. And worry is based on the incorrect assumption that we are our own source of what we need and that we must depend on our own performance to get things done. Not true. When we operate under that assumption, we'll fall short every time. Every time. Because you feel, well, you know, I can make this thing, I can work this thing out. Um, no, you can't. So stop trying, you can't. Your job is to give it to God and watch him work. It says we will find freedom from worry when we focus on what Jesus did over 2,000 years ago. And we can always keep tapping into that every day, every second of the day, what Jesus did on the cross for us. And the Holy Spirit that he left here for us He's our teacher, our helper, our comforter, and he is there to make sure you don't get into that state of worry. Because that other fella, he wants you to worry. He will shoot stuff at you all day long. I mean, he doesn't, he's relentless. And I'm talking about Satan. And his job is to see how much worry he can cause you to, ca to carry. Every day. Even when you get ready to go to sleep at night, he'll fill you with worry. That situation will be on your brain, and when you wake up the next morning, it is waiting for you. Right there, and he starts all that whole cycle right over again. See, what happens is because you keep hovering in worry instead of casting that care to God. As long as you keep it, you're going to be in the state of worry. It's going to affect your health, your state of mind, you can't even think straight. On your job, you should be doing something and you, you get it all mixed up. You, you go in this direction that, wait a minute, which way I went? I was going to that thing I was going to do. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, what was I working on? Because you've got worry on your brain. Thinking about things, letters you've gotten in the mail, phone calls, running into people that's talking trash, telling you their problems and then causing you to worry about their situation. You'd be surprised if you said, child, I don't care about what's happening to them. Next thing you know, you run into somebody, child, you know I saw so-and-so, and they said this was going on. Isn't that a shame? Boy, I'm, uh, I feel so bad for them. I am really worrying about them. Are you kidding me? But you hear so many believers saying that. And I have to look at them sometimes. I said, where are you going with that? You have no business even saying that. The message translation, Philippians 4 and 6, it says, don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Yes. It said, let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Let him know what's bothering you. Not that he doesn't know, but you need to tell him. He wants to hear it out of your mouth, because you know why? Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. Yes. So whatever's going on in here, that's what's coming out of here. So you might as well be honest and say, you know what? Stop walking around trying to act like it don't, oh, hey, I'm good. It don't bother me. Not yeah, it does. 
Because every time you get by yourself, you're thinking about it. You're worrying about it. Instead of going to the Lord, say, you know what, Lord? I am tired of this. You told me to cast my cares on you, and I, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I got told him last week, after you cast that care over on the Lord, you're going to say, you know what? I don't care. I don't care. Because I've cast the care over on him. The one who can do something about it. So when you say you don't care, that's right, because you've given the care to the one who can do something about it. When people come to you, I don't care. I'm sorry. You can say it sounds ignorant, rude, whatever. I don't care. Because I've taken that care, even your care, and I've given it to the Lord. Since you can't take it, I'm going to take it to him. And say, you know what, Lord? I thank you for taking that situation for that sister or that brother or whatever and working it out for them. Because I don't care. And I'm not going to take on their care. Don't take on theirs and don't take on yours. Do you hear me? That's not our job. That is not our job to carry burdens of other folks or yourself. The Lord said, cast your cares on him. Your burdens and worries, everything. Give them to him. I'm not beating you today, but you might feel like it is. But you know what? It's a good thing because you need to wake up and realize, I shouldn't be doing this. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. That's when you know. So you know what? I've got a peace about it now because I've really given it to God. See, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I gave it to the Lord. No, you didn't. You can tell by the conversation. You can tell by what comes out of that mouth if a person is believing the word of God. And if they really did what they say they did. You know, sometimes they say, oh, yeah, honey, I'll take care of it. And you see them later on, did you take care of that? Uh, Yeah, I took care of it. Stop lying. I know you didn't. Your whole countenance, because you didn't think you were going to run into me that soon before you got a chance to take care of that matter. So now I'm right up on you. Did you take care of that? Oh, oh yeah, I took care of it. Okay. Thank God he had provision for me because I certainly couldn't count on you to do it. And then you're going to lie to my face and tell me, oh, yeah, I took care of it. God is good. I mean, this might get a little rough for you all today, but you know what? You'll get through it. You'll be all right. Y'all be all right. Because I'm trying to get you to live this worry-free life. So we got to bring it out. That's right. Matthew eleven twenty eight and 30, and King James says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Now, the word rest means to be untroubled. It means you can go to sleep, and you should go to sleep without worries. That's what rest means. But I know I've been in a place where I said, oh, Lord, I thank you for making a way for me. And I laid in that bed, I twist and turn all day long. Every time I get up, I got to go do something, it's still sitting there. I'm still carrying it. I'm still nursing it. Even though I told the Lord I gave it to him. And I know I'm supposed to be resting in him so that he can work. But I still have it. I still have not cast it. 
I don't know about you, but last week, this week was, this was a different week. Things came up, I mean, they came up. You hear what I say? And my own message came before me so many times. You told him to say, I don't care. What'd you say, babe? I said, I don't care. I had to remind myself, I don't care. Because I did cast that over on the Lord. Just like whatever came up, I cast that on the Lord. I'm not going to keep carrying it. I said, no, I gave it to the Lord. See, you've got to understand, when you cast your cares on him, don't think, oh, hey, everything, nothing's ever going to come up again. We'll have to be concerned about That's a lie. Because as soon as you say that, I don't care about that, there's something else already over here waiting for you. And you better be smart enough to open your mouth and speak the word of God over it and tell it, you know what, I don't care. I don't care. I, in the car driving, I'm telling you. This week, I said, I don't care so much. It was just like, if somebody looked at me in my car, they said, something wrong with that lady. Because I had a look on my face, and I mean, I was fussing. You hear me? I said, I don't care. I mean I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And the Lord settled me down. He said, okay, I got it. I know you do. But just settle. Settle down. You know, we got a little crazy and that crazy. It's all right. Just keep casting those cares over on me. And that's what I want to say to you today. Cast the cares. Cast the worries. Get rid of them. Don't let them weigh you down. We are more than conquerors. The enemy wants you to be walking around like you don't have a friend in the world. What's the matter with you? Oh, you just have no idea what I'm going through. Oh, my God. So every time I turn around, there's something going on. Shut up. What should be coming out your mouth is the word of God. I am more than a conqueror. And Lord, I thank you because your provision has already been made for that situation. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care. And you're not supposed to care. Do you understand me? Stop letting what you see make you forget what I said. That's what the Lord is telling you today. Don't you forget what I said. Forget about what it looks like. Forget about what they say they're going to do to you. They can't do nothing to you because I am your father. You are my child, and I've got your back. Do you understand me? I got you. I'm not going to let you be made ashamed. But I don't want you walking around and worrying about what you think is going to happen and what they say is going to happen. There ain't nothing going to happen to you because God says so. Do you understand me? You are his children. We have to understand who we are. We're not supposed to be walking around in fear. Concerned about what they say they're going to do. They can't do nothing to you. God said, oh, you think so? Well, I'm here to tell you, you're not. Do you hear me? Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Not revenge, vengeance. And I'm going to come through there and I'm going to show them something. About when you mess with mine, this is what you get. Say, how in the world did this come about? This is the Lord's doing. And it's marvelous, and everybody's like, everybody's like Lord, have mercy. what is this? Mm-hmm. See, y'all was over there plotting on her. You thought you was going to do this. You thought you was going to do that. And y'all have no idea. God has been actively working on her behalf, right. on his behalf, saying, no, you ain't. No, you're not. How dare you? That's my child. You know how you feel about your children. Oh, you think you're going to do that? Oh, really? I don't think so. In fact, I know you're not, because I'm not going to let you. That's mine. That's my child. Psalm 46 and 10 says, be still and know that I am God. 
I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? So what's about abundant in your heart is going to get or come out of your mouth. And you need to understand that. Whatever you've got a lot of in here, that's what's going to come out your mouth. People think it doesn't, but it does. You've got to understand. You may say or think, oh, I'm good. I'm all right. But out of the abundance of your heart, meaning what's all in here, that's what's going to come out of your mouth. And you may go, oops, I didn't mean to say that. But see, that's what's going on in there. Because you're still worried about that situation that you said you gave to God. You still have concerns about it. Instead of saying, you know what, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, it hurt. Now, I would be lying to tell you when people go against you, it don't hurt. Because it does. And sometimes the ones that come from you say, I can't believe the person that I care about would say or do something to me, and I've done nothing to them. Like, why would they do that? I haven't done anything to them. To stand up and tell you it don't hurt, yes, it does. You know why? Because we're human. And yes, it does. And if you listen to the enemy, you say, now, you know what? Now, you're going to get them back. You're going to do this. You're going to say this. You're going to say that. No, you're not. No, that's what the enemy wants you to do. But your job is to be still and know that God is God. And watch him work actively for you. Man, things are going to start coming up in their life. They're going to be like, oh, my God. And you know what? You know who the first one they're going to come to is you. Reluctantly, you have no idea what's going on in my family right now. You have no idea what happened to me. You have no idea what happened to my car. You have no idea when I got home, this was waiting for me, that, and the other. You know what? And, and no, you don't, you don't laugh at it. You just say, Lord, thank you. Lord, I thank you. Because you said, vengeance is yours. When they thought they were going to do something to hurt me, God said no. He said no weapon formed against you is going to prosper. See, and most times you don't even know that there's weapons formed against you. You're just walking in the blind all happy in your way, you know, just all happy and everything. And man, they got traps everywhere. You know, just like if you got Mickey's running through. So every chance you give, you see an opening, you putting a trap down somewhere to catch that joker. Well, guess what? They got traps laid out all over the place, trying to see how they can hem you up. And the Lord is right there, right behind it, picking them up, yep. picking them up, getting rid of them. He said, no, 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 you're not going to take my child down. I'm not going to let you. That's right. Because our promotion comes from the Lord. Right. Not from man. It comes from the Lord. Do you understand me? That's why when you hear dumbness going on, I don't care. My promotion comes from the Lord. My way of escapes comes from the Lord. No weapon formed against me is going to prosper. Do you hear me? Everything my hands touch shall prosper, will prosper. Do you hear me? You may look at your bank account and it ain't looking right. Lord, I thank you. I have no lack and everything that I need is abundantly supplied. That's what should be coming out of your mouth. But you know what? You've got to believe that thing. You've got to put some faith with your confession. You can't just be saying out the blind, just running your mouth. You know, sometimes people just say, well, she said, say so-and-so. And you say it. And then when things don't show up, well, what happened? But did you have faith behind it? Or were you just repeating words? Because that's pretty much what it is. When you have no faith with it, you're just saying words. You've got to put faith with that word. 
You have to put faith with your confession, and then you'll get the results that God said you will get. Understand? Maybe you didn't know that before, but this is the way it is. Anywhere the enemy can come and try and trap you, he will try and do that. But he's a liar. So throughout God's word, he's always communicating the message to his children. If you would give me top consideration, I will prove myself to you. I will feed you. I will clothe you. I will take care of you. You don't have to worry. Isn't that something? Make him top priority, meaning whenever something is some kind of not looking right, go to him first about it. Go to God. Lord, school's about to start. We need X, Y, and Z. The kids going to need this. They're going to need that. I don't really have all that right now. Go to him. He will show you where to go. Somebody can walk up to you, put some money in your hand, say, look, I was thinking about you. Say, help get something for the kids. It's provision all around. But if you sit in that worry mode, oh, God, what are we going to do? Oh, Lord, we got this to do, we got that to do. We still got this bill to pay, and the car notes due, the house is due, this, that, and the other, and all these things going through your brain. Shut it down. Stop worrying. The Lord has already made the way of escape. Do you hear me? Wake up today. He's already made the way of escape. He wants you to stop worrying. Stop worrying. Everybody got things going on in their life. Well, we could all just be sitting here and look like some, some bubble of long warriors just sitting here looking at each other. Everybody got to worry. Everybody got to worry. No, you don't shut it down. No, we all have the Father. And he's got more than enough provision to take care of all of us and everything that pertains to us. Everything. Do you hear me? Everything. Don't just get him involved with the big things. The little things, oh, I got that. I don't need to get the Lord involved. Yes, you do. Get him involved in everything. Go to him first about everything, the small and the big, because the Lord has a better way. I don't care what. I don't care how small it may seem. Now, why should I go to the Lord about this? Because you're supposed to. Because he's supposed to be first priority. But I know how to do that, but he still has a better way. Well, I know this road. You know, sometimes you can go away all this, the same way. I was driving to work one day, and the Lord said, nope go this way. Now, I passed that route before, but this particular day I said, well, I'm going to try it. Don't you know I saved so much aggravating and gritting of my teeth by going the new way? I said, Lord, thank you. It was right here all the time. Yeah, he said, yep, you would fly past that every day, five days a week, when I had a better route right there. All I do is turn off there, I'm going to cut you through, eliminate all that, and you get there without gritting your teeth. It's the same way in our life. The Lord's like, I got a better plan. But you, well, I know to go this way, but that's not the best way. God's got the better way. So you don't have to get to work all frustrated and angry when you walk in the door. When he shows you a better way, you can go in there with a smile on your face. Good morning, everybody. How you doing? You know, you feel good. Instead of like, good morning, go in there, open your office, shut the door behind you. God has a better way. He always does. He always does. He says, how would you feel... If you had a way to help somebody you loved, but you were the last person they turned to, that could be hurtful because you never want to be someone's last resort, particularly if you have a relationship with them and they know you well. Likewise, God does not want you to choose him after everything else you have tried has failed. Wow. 
as your heavenly father, he wants to be the one you come to first. So from today on, we're coming to him when? First. Not after everything else has failed and you've tried everything, did you move heaven and earth? I was so sure one time, I said, oh, this is a good thing. This is a win-win here. Didn't even ask the Lord, Lord, should I do that? Just went with it because they just presented it so lovely. You know, if you do this, and then we can do that. And you know, it'll only cost you this. And you know, it'll lighten that burden. You can go here, you can go there, and all these things will happen for you. And man, let me tell you something. What you thought was a good thing wound up being like the worst thing in the world. But you know what's so good about the Lord? He will still get you out of it if you go to him. But you, it's un, you went through unnecessary hurts, unnecessary grief, unnecessary embarrassment, when all you had to do was go to him first. When he had the plan right there for you, just go to him. He's like, I have the best plan. No, but you're going to your head knowledge and what you thought looked good, and they try to convince you, hey, this is great. No, it wasn't. That was the worst box of snakes. You didn't even order it, but you opened it anyway. Go to God first. Don't go to him last. He wants to be first. Do you hear me? He wants the best for you. He has the best for you. He loves you. Those people, they don't care if you make it or not. All they want to get out of you is what they can get out of you. Do you understand me? That's the way the world operates. They don't care about you. But God does. God does and he cares and he makes sure that we are not made ashamed. Do you hear me? If you go to him, you will not be made ashamed. Then he will come to you, oh, you better not do that. You better not say that. Do you know if you said it, they're going to say this, they're going to think that? So what? God said to do it, I'm doing it. And by the time I get that, I say, you know what? Uh, I need to say something to you. And this is where I start. If that's the sentence, I said, I need to say something to you. So and so and so and so. Now, if you get your jaws tight about it, that's your problem. Because I have to say to you what the Lord say to say. You may never own up to what I said. That's all right. You don't have to even come back and acknowledge it with me. That's all right, because I'm not looking for acknowledgement, because this came from the Lord. But you know deep down inside, I am so glad they said that to me because it got me where I should be because I was going down the wrong road and they shook me. They don't even know what they did for me. And I'm too proud to let them know. That's all right. All we care about is the end result, that you get back on track. You don't have to make no confession to me. There are some religions that, you know, they, you know, that's part of it. But you don't have to do that. If we bring that to you, is brought to you, is out of love. We're not looking to judge, condemn, because God does not do that. That other fellow, he will do everything he can to put you in condemnation. You know you did so-and-so last night. You ain't had no bit of that. You did blah, 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 blah. Just run, got a whole running list. Shut up. Lord, forgive me. I'm so sorry. And you know what? He forgives you. You know why? Because he has unconditional love for you. He has unconditional love for you. And when that situation that's on the sidelines, just going like this, trying to take you down, the Lord said, rest. I got this. 
But see, I couldn't talk to you before to let you know I had it because you was out there doing your thing. But now that you said you were sorry, I told you I forgave you, now you can hear me give you a set of instructions and get you on the right path. That's what's so good about God. And after he puts you on the right road, don't take it for granted. Well, it looks clear. I can just, just keep on hitting 90. And do no. You go as far as he tell you to go, and you wait for your next set of instructions. Because you know what? It may look clear, but it, right down the road, it could be a big old manhole sitting there and tear your rod up and your life. You understand what I'm saying? So you keep your ears open. You thank the Lord for the instructions he's given you, and when he tells you to stop, you stop and wait for the next set of instructions because he's got the plan for you. He's got the better plan. Saints, I'm telling you, you don't have to fret. You don't. You really don't. And I have one more thing. This clock's ticking. I got your brother Lenny. It says we can either worry and try and find our own solutions or rest and let God show us how to handle life's issues. I'm going to say it again. We can either worry and try to find our own solutions or rest and let God show us how to handle life's issues. Me personally, I done botched up enough stuff. So I am happy to stop, listen, go to the Lord, and wait for his set of instructions because he's got the better solution where I don't have to worry, I don't have to fret, I don't have to sit up all night, I don't have to look mean and hateful, you know, like I hate the world, myself included. No. I love life now because you know what? I have somebody that's looking out for me that tells me, Vade, I love you, I got you, I got your back. I don't care what people say, I love you. You've got to know that, that God loves you that's why he's going to make sure you're not made ashamed. That's why whatever solution you need, he's going to make sure you get it and you have to keep your ears open. Go to him first. Lord, help me. Help me. Those words mean so much to him. Lord, help me. Holy Spirit, tell me how to live this day. And he will tell you what to do. No, 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 don't say that. No, 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 don't do that yet. No, that's not necessary. Sometimes you've got your speech prepared. Oh, I'm going to say this, that, and the other. You better just pump the brakes because that might be your doom. So keep your mouth shut until you got the instructions on what you should and should not say. We have to be careful with that. God is saying to you today, my child, stop worrying. Remember who I am. There's nothing too hard for me. You may not see it, but I have everything planned out for you. Do you understand me? God said he will raise you from rags to riches, from zero to hero, nothing to something, and grass to grace. Grass to grace, when you feel like you've been walked on, mm -mm, to grace. God closed the lion's mouth for Daniel. He parted the Red Sea for Moses. He gave Sarah a baby. He raised Lazarus from the dead. Nothing you'll face today or any day is out of his control. Trust God. Trust God. Trust God. Do you hear me, saints? Trust him. Whatever the situation may look like, seem like, or feel like, 
The moment you start worrying, your response should be, I don't care. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to support this ministry, consider giving online. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events. 